Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, like I yeah. said, I was 
I was expecting them to get this dub as, as badly as as South Korea has looked in their first two matches, and I knew right. that Germany needed this one. I was like, okay, well, here you go. Germany's going it, to... It, it, that was just the way it, it seemed over a week's time. It seemed like, you know, there were a lot of favorites. Even though it was maybe one or two matches in that were on the outside looking in on whether or not they were advanced to the 16, and Germany sure. was one of those teams. You know, so you get to today, South Korea, worst team in their grouping, you're thinking to yourself, or so I was, hey, okay, South Korea, as many uh, goals as they give up, this is a dub, bruh. Korea, not Korea, but Germany will go ahead. They'll um, slide themselves in and, and find a way to go ahead and, and compete for another championship. And as we should say back in the day, psycho boo boo. You know, I was I was completely <laughs> thrown off. Not just the fact that they lost to South Korea, but the fact that they were shut out. So I didn't get a chance to see any highlights. I don't know if it's a situation where South Korea just came out dominant and just destroyed Germany, or Germany mm-hmm. just said, you know what, we don't even want to go ahead and compete this year. We're going to go ahead and just bow out. Either way, yeah. it was something that I was not expecting today at all. I don't know if they're looking forward to it. I know it just sounds stupid as hell to say this. I don't know if they're looking forward to the UEFA like Nations Tournament against, was well, I think, France in a few weeks. But okay. what, I don't I don't know what what they I don't know what they were doing I don't know what the stuff they were on. Look, the whole damn tournament they played terrible. They lost mm-hmm. you know they lost to Mexico. They got shut out twice. They got shut out by Mexico, right? It was mm-hmm. a huge upset. And okay, and they 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 played poorly against Sweden. They were down they were down to ten men, but managed to score two goals near the end of the match. I mean, like the last one was was pretty damn cool actually. But they were playing with fire the entire tournament, and now today they're getting shut out by South Korea for crying out loud. And if you look at the goal differential, they finished dead freaking last in their group. Yeah. No one saw that coming. Not, Not at all. At all. It's crazy. So, yeah. Uh, I said, well, like I said, that's one of the things that um, – that caught me by surprise in this entire opening round, well, in the, the, the opening play. That um, yeah, like I said, I, I, matter of fact, I said last week I was expecting Germany to move on to the round of sixteen. Sure. There you go. That lets you know how, how much of a soccer genius I am, and how much flack <laughs> you I and everybody that. else, man. <laughs> yeah, but that's how much flack I caught on the show yet last night, man. You know, uh, Coach and Lou, they they saw my my reposting. Of your show last week, they said, "Oh, so uh-huh. so you're a soccer genius now, huh?" Said, "No, no, no, that's not what I said. Don't put that out there. Come on, man, then <laughs> right. you misquote me. Get it right, <laughs> get it right. Damn it! <laughs> if you if I said the wrong thing, at least make sure I said the right wrong thing. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but but just just look at this tournament so far, man. Uh, well, actually, like before I get to that, let's talk about what's going to go on uh, tomorrow. Just pull up the schedule here. Get to the damn schedule. Okay, here we go. It's like um, we we got the like the um, the winners like for well not the winners but basically Group H going tomorrow. Uh, you have Japan, Poland, Senegal, Colombia, as well yeah. as England and Belgium, which will be for their group. Both teams look very good. I mean, Belgium looks like Belgium. Okay, and England, even though they're they're decent, they they, they got. I mean, let's be honest. They're the beneficiaries of a pretty easy damn group. It's bad enough to have Belgium have this easy damn group because you got Panama and, tu- and Tunisia in your group. Panama cool. had no damn business being there. That should have been our spot, but that's another story for another time. But nevertheless, England, they got the okie doke of playing two not so good teams. They're about to get the asses kicked tomorrow by Belgium. <laughs> and I know that England's probably happy as hell that they're going to the round of 16, to, to the knockout stage. But just don't be surprised if Belgium just wops them and reminds them, you're not us. So I'm looking forward to that. 
as well as um, Senegal. And, and you know this 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 this, this the the uh, the Magician Group H, I think it is, with Japan, Poland, Senegal, and Colombia, is uh-huh. pretty is pretty crazy because like here's how the teams are so jumbled up right now. I mean, if you look at the um, the uh, standings, or as they call it, the table. Um, you you like you notice that uh, Japan and Senegal are tied for first place with four points apiece. Same yeah. goal differential. Colombia is right behind with three points and and two goal differential. What Senegal need to happen? They need a Poland to remember they were Poland and beat down Colombia, or at least tie them. That didn't happen. So no. now both Japan and Senegal they have to win to to be assured to be assured that they move on. But more or less, Japan needs a so, – so basically Japan and Senegal need at least a point. In other words, they both need at least a draw. If they mm-hmm. can get a draw, they're both in. They're both on to round 16, which no one saw coming, especially not with Norway, who is the top 10 team in the world in soccer, and not with Colombia with all that talent. So, again – this has been a crazy ass tournament. <laughs> it's it's been so freaking unpredictable. But what are your thoughts on um, what's going to go down tomorrow, particularly in Group H with the Japan, Senegal, and Colombia logjam at the top? Yeah, like you said, this will be um, <clears throat> the only grouping where it looks like both favorites uh, from that group have a huge possibility of being knocked out. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow, and if that happens, like you said, man, it, it, it'll be a huge shock. Um, you know, especially with Japan coming in, being the lowest ranked team in that grouping, having mm-hmm. a top spot right now. I, I don't think anybody, else, I don't think anyone saw that coming, especially with the yeah. way that Poland has been looking so far. So, you know, if Colombia can come out and, and get them a big win over Senegal tomorrow, then yeah, they'll go ahead and they'll sneak in. You know, being what the uh, the 16th ranked country in the world, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it, it, it'll kind of salvage that. But it, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it's a it's a big possibility that Senegal could come through and surprise um, 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 Colombia tomorrow. You know, what? So, you know that they've been that's every, one of those pick 'em games. Yeah, I mean, it, they've, Senegal's been almost everybody and their mamas. If you look at the or well, Fox Sports. Fox Sports One coverage uh, or ESPN's F- FC coverage, um, a lot of them pick Senegal to be the dark horse because mm-hmm. they have all the talent. They got the speed. They got a young cat coaching them who, who has a bit of tactics going on there. I mean, I'm just looking at Poland, though. Poland's not going to make it. They have zero points, and they, they got three teams ahead of them with at least three points. They're not yeah. going anywhere. So no. it basically comes down to Japan, Senegal, and Colombia. And that's going mm-hmm. to be pretty – I want to see that Senegal and Colombia match because, I mean, you, I mean, you have a favorite who shouldn't be in, this, in, in third place right on in, in, in uh, Colombia and I guess the upstart in Senegal. So that should be very exciting. I mean, because both teams have to get up and down the pitch, and uh, that's, that's, that's going to be, be cool as hell. But – Looking forward, no matter what happens tomorrow, the best team to me has been Uruguay. I mean, they. Mm. I, I know that they have the easy ass group, and 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 Russia, yeah. they they were the prime beneficiaries of being that group too. Even though they got their asses handed to them by Uruguay, I mean, because you have Saudi Arabia and Egypt mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in that group, and. I think Russia's going to get a huge dose of bad reality when they play France in the, in, in, in the knockout stage. France is that team, too. And yeah. they, 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 they look good, bro. They look very good. And, and, and it wasn't like they had an easy group. I mean, Denmark and Peru are pretty good. Um, and, and that's what we were know, talking about last night on the show. You know, yeah. is there technically a group of death in this year's World Cup? And... I wish I would have had my notes with me from my last conversation with you because I would have been able to tell them that Group C and Group E are the two closest groups to groups of death, as you'll probably get, and that's based yep. off of their, national, their their world rankings. 
with Group E slightly being tougher than Group C, but Group C having three teams uh, 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 that are ranked in the top, actually in the top 12 within that Mm -hmm. grouping. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if you you talk about, like, uh, Group uh, E with Brazil, Switzerland, Serbia, and Costa Rica, uh, those first three countries, man, they're pretty damn good. And, yeah. and you know, it, it's a shame that they had to beat you up to get out of it. I mean, Brazil and Switzerland are, to me, the top two teams in that group, and not just by yeah. points total, but they just are. Um, mm-hmm. But Serbia is not bad, and Costa Rica is really not that bad either. They just got put in exactly. a bad group. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because you know, I've seen Costa Rica in action. They, those, those guys, are, they, they don't suck. And if you go back to, what's it, Group C, I mean, France, Denmark, and Peru, I mm-hmm. mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. P- P- I mean, people are, like, crapping on P- uh, Peru right now, but weren't they the the Copa America Centenario champs from a couple years ago? I think they were. I think they beat uh, – okay. I, I don't have it in front of me, but I think they beat Argentina for that mm. title. Uh, but at any rate, but what I'm trying to say is Peru is pretty damn good too, and mm-hmm. for them to struggle, I mean, it's no shame struggling against the likes of Denmark and France, especially no. France. Just excuse me, no shame in that at all. I mean, if you see France, France, if you see France in action, I mean, shoot, the way I mean, I'm just I'm just surprised Australia was able to 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 earn a draw against France, which speaks to the toughness of that group. So. Um, to me, I think the favorites going forward. I know Croatia is looking good as well. I mean, it, it, but Argentina. Talk about another disappointment, though. Argentina. Yeah. They made it by the skin of the chinny, the, the hair of the chinny. Of their teeth. Yes. I mean, and, and you would have thought that they would have been one of the favorites uh, going into going into the tournament. But right. they're one of those teams. I, I, I haven't seen what their matchup is going to be in the group of 16 as of yet. But I'm a little concerned about France. them. Are they playing play play France in the first round? I, I, well, hold, hold on for a second. Yeah, hold on for a second. I pulled it up. I, no, I'm sorry. Russia plays Spain. I, I, I got Russia wrong. But all you're saying does play France. They play Ooh. France. They're going to get the ass They're going to get the ass yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say one of, the, one of the concerns I have for Argentina going into um, – the, the round of 16 is the amount of gold they've given up in, in their grouping, and, and, <clears throat> which is what? They, I think they've given up a total of eight goals throughout the yeah. entire – yeah, which is uh, one of the worst uh, point uh, goals allowed throughout the entire um, uh, Cup this year. So it, I'm a little concerned about them going up against France. There's a possibility France may end up blowing them out. But if, if they, they, they have a capable, negative two. They have a negative two goal differential. That's Argentina. That's terrible. You know what I mean? The, 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 the most goals given up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They gave. They've given up. Uh, they've, I'm looking at here. They have allowed five, which ties Iceland for the Iceland and Australia, among others, for the worst. Um, but they look. Oh, terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what that is. I'm looking at my wrong notes. Yeah, oh, that's so, okay. Yeah, that's they're, okay. They're, but they're only ahead of Egypt and Saudi Arabia, which is the company you don't want to be in right now. But that's, they, yeah, that's but, not that company you know. want to be in. Yeah. But oh, uh, yeah, that's 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 one of the things I'm. I'm they're, they're giving up the most in their grouping. I do apologize about that. But yeah, oh, I'm, no I'm a little concerned because of that. But hey, if, if they're capable of turning around against uh, France and they're able to knock France out, it, it, yeah. it's. it's it's wide open after that. I, I just think that Argentina the right now. Yeah, I, I just think that Argentina is just Lionel Messi and just a bunch of dudes. They, yeah. I mean, they they really rely on Messi to do a whole hell of a lot, and that's that's. Look, I'm not crying for a, a damn near billionaire and Messi. He's no. supposed to be that dude. He's and I know he's compared um, unfairly to Diego Maradona, who looked like a complete lush at the end of that. Match against hard Nigeria, <laughs> flipping people off from the stands, and just hollering, wailing around. It's obvious that he was pretty slush, but nevertheless, uh, look, I I know that Messi would do always think in the back of his head he will never be Maradona, 
and I mm. know that he would eat. And a lot of people think that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has officially passed Messi as quote unquote that dude, as far as the best soccer player in the world. Uh-huh. He just he just needs to he just needs to earn his status and just pull LeBron and pull his team through. He has to because he is that guy, and mm-hmm. he's the only guy <laughs> on that squad. So without him, man, the audience has no damn shot, none. So he has to do what he has to do. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. Anyway, um, so I just. So he, he, okay. So here's the deal. So I'm looking at the pairings right now, and I know that groups G and H are going to play tomorrow to round out the the knockout round. But uh-huh. just looking at the matchups, Uruguay and Portugal, that's going to mm. be a great match. Yeah, they play the winner of France and Argentina again. You might as well pencil in France because they're going to be the hell of Argentina. Then you have in the next side you have Brazil and Mexico. That's going to be entertaining mm. as hell. That's going to be entertaining a as hell. And and who knew that the Mexican uh, side would bring so many fans to Russia of all places? Those cats are turning <laughs> out. They turned. They turned out. Turned out. And there's a picture going around the web of since um, since um, South Korea knocked out Germany to essentially assure. Mexico of uh, spot in the round of 16, even mm-hmm. after their beat down today at the hands of, uh, I think, what was, was it, uh, who was it? It was uh, Sweden. Sweden, um, yeah. They, they were, some Mexican fans were carrying, were like body surfing a, uh, a, a older, an older South, uh, South, a South Korean fan through a crowd. <laughs> that had to be one of the coolest things I've seen. Because, you know, kind of similar to when the Bills sent, like, lots of nice, sweet nothings to the Cincinnati Bengals for beating the Ravens in order to get them into the playoffs. But, oh, yeah. Um, but but that, was, that was a cool sight. And, again, Mexican fans, they, they, they travel. I didn't think they'd travel like that. Those cats travel. But, um Unfortunately, it'll come to an end against Brazil. <laughs> Brazil's yeah, looking too say, good. You know, uh, Mexico is slowly becoming the darling of the World Cup as of right now. So, you know, with their fans traveling, and they probably picked up some fans on the way as well uh, with as good as, as they look within their grouping. But once again, they they played in a weaker grouping than Brazil, and Brazil was right. getting another higher-ranked squad. I'm just expecting... Like you said, Brazil will come out on top, but it's just been a funny, funny World Cup already. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Again, Germany's not in it, and Germany finished their freaking last in the group, and mm-hmm. Argentina almost didn't make it. So, it's it's it's. I mean, anything's possible. So, I mean, it's been it's been wacky, but. The winner of Brazil and Mexico will get the Group G one and the Group H runner up, whoever the hell that would be. So moving on to Spain and Russia, that should be an ass whooping. That should be an ass whooping. Russia for the beneficiaries of playing both Saudi Arabia and Egypt, two inferior yeah. squads, and then when they met with a squad at least a weight class or higher, and Uruguay, Uruguay just beat the hell out of them, three nil. So I expect a lot the same with Spain. Spain is just a lot better than Russia. Yeah, so I mean, that's, the like you great. said, uh-huh. the, the benefit of them being in the weakest grouping out of the entire World Cup, I, I don't, uh-huh. I don't know if that's home cooking, or if that's just a fear of Putin that that, that, that <laughs> got that to go down. But yeah, I just thought it was real interesting that that was the case, that they were in the weakest grouping out of the entire World Cup. But yeah, like you said, they're about to get smacked with reality. In, 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 in about a week, so get ready. Yeah, and you know what? One, one, one quick sign up. When my son was like two and a half years old, and when he heard like someone mention Putin's name on the Tom Jordan morning show, he started snickering and said, He said Putin. So <laughs> I started sharing that little antidote. Uh, <laughs> right along. Um, Spain will play the winner of uh, Croatia and Denmark, which should be a hell of a match. I think mm-hmm. Croatia is going to come out on top, but 
Nevertheless, that's going to be one tough-ass matchup for Spain, whoever comes out of that. And scrolling down, last the last two spots, got Sweden versus Switzerland, which should be great. Um, oh. They get the winner of Group H winner and the Group G runner up. So, basically, it looks like Sweden's going to move on. But that should be another entertaining match to watch. Which, yeah. so, I, so, basically, most of these matchups, exception of Spain and Russia, um, and maybe France and Argentina, they, they're going to, they should be very uh, competitive. And I know that our country didn't make it in. I know they, 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 wet, they, they, they wetted the bed and CONCACAF qualifying. Trinidad is Tobago, really? But anyway, I, I think that a lot of people in this country are still watching the World Cup because they're just so excited. And I think that yeah. Fox Sports has done a hell of a job with promoting it and, and, and making it interesting to watch. Mhm. And then you know Don't it's just uh, there are a lot of people who are who didn't really make that full attempt last World Cup to get into it that are now. And yep. once again, think watching the NFL, you do have a lot of people who aren't watching the NFL who have been looking for something to watch. They have been technically yep. sports stars, and yet they may have watched a little bit of NBA. But you still have that hole now, where a person like me is is doing is probably trying to get into mini camp once mini camp starts next month. But is trying to right. fill that space with something, and, and you know these sports fans didn't have uh, American football, so now they're filling that with World Cup, and, and they're yes, picking they countries, especially with with um, African Americans. You know that they're leaning on African teams, with the, uh, especially with Senegal right now, and rooting for them and, 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 and looking for something to get into uh, sport-wise. You know what, though, too, in addition to Senegal and Nigeria, those are the two common ones that the well, – well, well, Nigeria is one of the common ones that, yeah. that qualifies for World Cups year after year, after, like time to time to time. But mm-hmm. France has a lot of brothers in that squad, too. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of those guys are, were the African uh, uh, immigrants or, or what have you that grew up that grew up in France and Belgium, yeah. the likes of Belgium as well. I mean, there's there's a lot of melanin re- representation going on along amongst the uh, best European squads in the world. Um, so it ain't just Senegal. <laughs> <laughs> It ain't just them. So, um, yeah, I, I think I mentioned Belgium. Um, yeah. I remember, like, like, like a, that, that company, I think his name was Victor Company, from, mm. from a few years back, was really, 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 really good. Um, I know Germany has some good brothers, like, on, from the last World Cup four years okay. ago. I can't remember that, that name. I think one, one of them was Ghanaian, actually, mm. was from Ghana. You know, but he chose to play for the German side while his brother played for the for the Ghanaian side, which had to oh, be wow. pretty awkward come Thanksgiving. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but still, basically, what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of us go around. And so to combine that with the entertaining plays that I'll play, then, shoot, you know, we got a lot to watch for. So, yeah. but uh, before I, like, before we get off this topic and, uh, we've been talking soccer for 28 minutes. How about that? Um, who do you, who are your favorites? <laughs> To reach the World Cup final, my favorites. Um, like I said, I, I need to see the seedings. But yeah, right. If France, your, your favorite to win it all. Well, I'm 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 looking at France, Belgium, and Brazil. But if I'm going to go with an upset squad, my upset <clears throat> squad. And I, I don't want to say it because I had a strong feeling they're going to get knocked out in the first round. My upset mm. squad, I'm rooting for Mexico. I really am. I am too. That's, I'm rooting for them hard. That's my secret squad. Yeah. Because they, they're our only representation from Cock and yeah. Calf. They're our neighbors. Some play, some, some like a few of those cats play in MLS. So basically mm-hmm. if Mexico does well, MLS tendencies to do well in the eyes of the opinion holders out there and observers. Mm-hmm. Like, it was too bad because, actually, Panama and Costa Rica has the most MLS players on their rosters. <laughs> you see how they did. <laughs> but 
Again, Costa Rica was in probably the toughest group, arguably the toughest group of the tournament, and they did earn a point. So there mm-hmm. is that. Um, but I, I, I'm thinking, just looking at this, I, I know I had the benefit of looking at the CDs in front of me. So I'm, I'm thinking <clears throat> it wouldn't surprise me to see Sweden and 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 um, France to play for the all the marbles. Oh wow! Okay. Excuse me, would not shot me one bit. My heart is with Mexico, and hoping that Senegal gets like like qualifies into the round of 16 tomorrow. But more than likely, it's either going to be France or Sweden that'll be hoisting the World Cup trophy when it's all said and done. But it's something about Group H. If if both Senegal and Japan can get in. Once again, yeah. you know, there will be some of the lower-ranked um, countries to make it in. Right. Actually, I think right. it would be the two lowest-ranked countries to get in outside of Russia. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's something about those two countries that I, I, I gravitate to as well. It's something about underdogs and sports that I'm learning that I, I tend to move mm-hmm. for, like I said last week, in the case of Iceland. And, unfortunately, right. we saw what, what they did. And, and it's yeah. a possibility that Japan and Senegal are probably saying, no, D-Nash, no. We saw what you did to Iceland. We don't need you rooting for us right now. Don't jinx <laughs> I'm probably us, getting all kind of hate tweets right now. Don't root for us, dog. We cool. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and just sit back and, and not root for nobody and just hope for great soccer and, and, and see what happens from there. And, you know, before I move on, like, like before we move on, <clears throat> I want to send my apologies to Belgium fans. I know that you guys are, are good as well, but mm-hmm. I just don't see I just don't see y'all being Sweden in, in round mm. two. Like, like that's the potential matchup. If Belgium wins, they should win Group H tomorrow. They should be England. But uh-huh. if once they once they if they play Sweden in round two, they, they, I'm sorry, Belgium, you guys aren't moving past Sweden. But none oh, of wow. us going to be a good. It's going to be a great. It's going to be a great knockout round. And I'm looking forward to that. As we yeah. move from that, from talking 31 minutes of soccer, that has to be a record, to the NBA free agency. Uh, I know that I have scheduled NBA draft, the NBA rookie of the year talk, but let's face it. I mean, we don't know how these kids are going to pan out in, in, in the draft. I'll, I'll have a question or two about that in a moment. And my, th- okay. and my thoughts on rookie of the year. But I want to talk quickly the NBA's free agency that's going on right now. For all this news about Kawhi Leonard, about teams mm-hmm. line up to trade anybody, including their mamas and daddies, for, yeah. for for Kawhi Leonard. Like I see, I heard, I see that Boston's in the mix, was in the mix, but they look like they're about to drop out of the mix. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Lake, I see the Lakers are reengaging the Spurs on Kawhi, even though the Spurs square up and down, and they're not going to give. Kawhi, what he wants, and improve a Western Conference rival at that. Um, you know, there's, there's talk that Philly may be involved. There's talk that mm-hmm. Cleveland may try to put together a package to get Kawhi and get to convince LeBron to stay. Bottom line, what the hell do you think is going to happen? Um, San Antonio keep playing around. What they're going to end up doing is one of the greatest what was that? One of the greatest quotes from uh Caddyshack. Yeah. You will get nothing and like it. So if they don't yep. go ahead and, and make a deal, that's exactly yep. what's gonna happen. Kawhi's is gonna wait out a year, maybe even, you know, do a repeat of what he did this year and not play at all. Sit out mm-hmm. and just go ahead and walk on out to LA with with no conversation coming to San Antonio. San Antonio needs to stop acting like they got the advantage in this situation. They don't. As a matter of fact, it's very scary because, like I said last week, Kawhi holds all of the chips. He knows what yeah. he wants to do as of right now. Now, it's a possibility mm-hmm. he may be convinced otherwise, but the way it sounds, I doubt that very seriously. And if anyone is willing to get into the Kawhi sweepstakes for a year, and make that trade and hope that they can go ahead and win them a world title within that year, yep. I salute you. Good luck. But I just think <laughs> that, you know, 
I, I, I truly believe if you're going to do it, you better be stacked because you know who you're going to have to face in the Western Conference, and that is the Golden State Warriors unless something strange really happens and it's somebody yeah. else. And, and the only team as of right now with the pieces, because remember, uh, Philly still got to size some guys back, including Embiid. Cleveland got to size some guys back, including uh, 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 LeBron. The only team that I see currently stacked and ready to do it right now and capable of giving up assets is Boston. But if I'm Boston, is it really worth giving up assets to to win a title in one year? So this is this is coming from a guy who has finally seen a world title come to his city uh, 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 in, in a couple of weeks ago, but right. one who believes in long term success. And I don't know if that is a formula for long term success. And I don't really know if they're going to be capable of convincing uh, uh, Kawhi to stay in Boston. It's a possibility, man. You know, Kawhi. No, Kawhi has won championships before. He has done that. It just seems like he just wants to go back home. And if that is the case, you know, if 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 he's going with you a ring in a year, test it. But, you know, it's it's something that as a GM, I probably wouldn't do. I would go ahead and take my chances for what I currently have. Here's my final, this is my, not my final, but here's my thoughts on Kawhi Leonard, the whole Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard saga. Mm-hmm. If you're any team other than the L.A. Lakers, if you try and trade for a dude who made it abundantly clear mm-hmm. that he was going to go to the Lakers no matter what, well, he's technically said to L.A., preferably the Lakers, excuse me. Yeah. You are boo-boo the fool. That's yeah. just plain and simple. Why, if you're Boston, this is why Danny Ainge, I think, is one of the best GMs in sports right now. If you're Danny Ainge, you got all those assets from Hoodwink in Brooklyn, <laughs> primarily <laughs> Hoodwink in Brooklyn, um, and Cleveland on that Kyrie for Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder swap. Um, <laughs> why the hell would you give that up? And you also have a lottery pick on top mm-hmm. of that for next year. Yeah. Why would you give that up? Why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why would you give that up? For a one year, for what essentially would be a one year rental, you yeah. gotta be out your damn mind if you're Danny Ainge if you do that. And I don't think he will. I just think he's posturing. I just think he's sitting in busted smoke suits because well, he knows we all know that he's not gonna do shit. He's not gonna give up all. He's, he's not all. But he's not gonna give up any assets. He's not gonna move Jalen Brown. He's not gonna move. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, I'm blanking right now. Terry Rozier. He's not gonna mm-hmm. move that. Protect the lottery pick for next year. Again, thank you, Brooklyn. Um, he's not going to do that. Why would he do that? Suppose like Golden Hill was not the same next year. Suppose Kyrie's not the same next year, health wise. Yeah, yeah. He's still type of a gold mine. And those guys have experience too from a playoff, deep playoff run last year. Shit. I hold on. I man, I I'd be like, look, I'd just be like, pretend like you know. Let, let, let me let me. Uh, let, let, let me just holler Kawhi and just, just, just scare the Spurs a little bit. We all know they're not going to do anything. The Boston's not going to do anything. Why would they? Why would Danny Ainge do that? So, basically, it comes down to Cleveland. I'm sorry, not Cleveland, but uh, the Lakers. And make, I don't know. who Which other team has assets right now? Would it be Philly? I don't know. But, again, if you're Philly – you're looking at your squad coming off a 51-win regular season and the second-round mm-hmm. playoffs, right to the second round of playoffs. Why would you give up any assets? Why, 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 why would you give up parts of the quote-unquote process? Why would you well, do that if you know that he's a one-year rental? Why would you? And when, if you're the L.A. Lakers, why would you trade anybody? I mean, yeah. if, if all the Lakers, if all Magic Johnson, I know he's made that talk about. If he didn't land any free agents, he doesn't land any free agents in two years, he's going to walk away. If you imagine Johnson, if you know that one, at least one star was to come play for you, for your squad, make the Spurs blink. Yeah. You know he's coming. He only has one more year on his contract. Why give up assets when you know the boy is coming next, at least next season, not two seasons from now, when his contract is up? 
Why would you do anything right now? Why the only reason, right now? the only reason why I think they would, and it doesn't make much sense mm-hmm. to me, is the fact that they want to at least attempt to start competing now. And uh-huh. I'm like, okay, you can do that, but you're not going to win a title now. I don't no. know if, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know if by adding Kawhi and losing pieces will help you be that much more competitive within the West. But if you go ahead and wait, sign your guys, and you know he's coming, I think it'll be a whole different story. Cause I think, yeah, I agree. I, <sighs> I, if you're L.A., if you're Magic Johnson, you know mm-hmm. Dummy. You know Kawhi wants the ball for you. Again, I know yeah. he said L.A., preferably the Lakers. He said L.A., not the Lakers. But preferably the Lakers, rather. So you said preferably the Lakers, yeah. Yeah. And the way that the Clippers are looking right now, the way that the Clippers are starting to look, I don't know if he wants to play with the Clippers. Right. It'd just be him. He'd be worse off with the Clippers than he would be with San Antonio. And I don't know how bright that would be unless he thinks that uh, other free agents are going to follow him out there. Unless he thinks he can play with. well, yeah. The about the logo, though, Jerry West is running the show now. They got Doc Rivers to trade that overrated kid of his to watch yeah. the Joe boys <laughs> for Martin Gautat. So don't underestimate. And plus the logo, don't forget, he helped put the Golden State Warriors together. He did he draft did. Steph Curry, Stephen Curry, as well as Clay Thompson and a as still in his second, early second round pick and Draymond Green, he did do that. He yeah. drafted those cats. I'm just saying. True. I'm just Very saying. true. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. And and don't forget, he orchestrated, he helped build that dynasty in the 80s, that liquor dynasty in the 80s. That dynasty, in yeah. mm-hmm. So he, don't underestimate the logo now. Don't underestimate the logo. <laughs> That's all I got. So Jerry just, West is that dude in the front office. He's proving he it. Is, but I'm just saying, I, I want to see what the picks that he just made just last week, along with some of the pieces, because I don't, I don't trust Gortat. You know, I don't playing out West. I agree. Uh, unless, unless this Bama pulls a nene on me, loses weight, <laughs> calms down, <laughs> and starts being a malcontent, and, and starts balling out. It's a possibility that happens, and if that does, he's going to be in line or, 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 or in my line of NBA players, both past and present, that I want to punch in the gut at least one time <laughs> for some stuff that they've done to my Wizards slash Bullets or to me personally. And, and for whatever reason, they're all power forwards and centers, but I digress about with that. But, yeah, man, if, if he does that, I'm going to be mm-hmm. upset. But at the same time, that'll be another feather in Jerry West's hat that I could go ahead and make this dude who didn't want to be in Orlando after Dwight Howard left, moved on to Washington, right. played well in Washington, then outgrew his welcome in Washington, and is now with you. And if you could turn him around, Godspeed. Yeah. But yeah. I don't doubt it. Again, don't underestimate the logo. I'm not saying Gortat's going to be a world beater. I'm not going to say he's going to turn into a productive dude that he used to be. I'm just saying don't underestimate the logo. Yeah. Keep an eye on because, hey, look, and we're, we're going to get to this in a minute, but and the Le- as far as the LeBron James who stays on concern, LeBron mm-hmm. is on record. As to have a lot of respect for both Doc Rivers and the logo, Jerry West. Mm. He loves the owner, the owner and the Clippers, the Clippers owner, I forget his name, mm-hmm. he's worth how, how, he's worth how many billions of dollars? Billions and billions and billions of dollars? Uh uh C yeah. Bomber. I mean C Bomber, that's right. I know he's cool I know I know LeBron's already cool with, with um with Warren Buffett, the billionaire. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, Steve Bomber has that type of money. I mean he he, he, he I mean he can pass gas. And ten thousand dollars has come out of his, his couch cushion. That's how much money he has. <laughs> and uh, and LeBron's already—he's working on building the brand. He's building the brand. He already has yeah. homes in L.A. He's already 
saw the movie, and I never saw that movie with uh, Amy Schumer. Swimmer or what? Hey, that Amy Schumer. If you need to Schumer, watch, Schumer. you need to watch Trainwreck. He does. Matter of fact, the movie is a lot funnier than what I expected, especially the parts with Amari Stoudemire. LeBron hey. James does a hell of a job in that movie. If you haven't seen Trainwreck, go out and see it. That's what I heard. I never had. I probably I, I catch it on Netflix or something. I heard it. I heard it did get a damn good job. And I heard it, he that does. movie was pretty funny too. So I need yeah. to check that out. Um, but I'm saying I'll just say this. He has. He's working on. He's he's already perfecting his brand off the court. Mm-hmm. He's trying to become a future black billionaire. <clears throat> Maybe to try to own a franchise or what have you. So that's pretty much the next step. He's. He, I know he's chasing rings. He's chasing the Jordan, the Michael Jordan ghost. But uh, he already has. He already has three rings. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, don't count out the Clippers. As far as Kawhi and LeBron, because mm. they both can make some things happen with some cap room and with some. Yeah. So they both have the maneuverability uh, to bring out of those cats or both, probably both those cats in. Um, but so, so since we're already talking about him right now, <clears throat> it seems that we're on the street is. LeBron has nailed his choices down between Cleveland, going back to Cleveland, and going to L.A. to ball for the uh, for the Lakers. Look, I, again, I'm I'm not in the pronunciation business as much. Excuse me, maybe during football season because I, I love football, but it was a part of me wouldn't be shocked if he stayed in Cleveland and did mm-hmm. another one-off deal, um, because if. <laughs> If, 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 if it's true that Paul George is leaning towards returning to OKC, uh, where he and uh, uh, Russell Westbrook have developed t- like quite a tight bond on and off the court, um, why would LeBron move west? My, why would, would LeBron move out west? Mm-hmm. He's not going to go to L.A. by himself. Otherwise, no. he's still – I mean, L.A. in that case, the Lakers in, in that scenario would be a better version, a slightly better version – a younger version of of this person Cleveland team. That's exactly what they were just, just, they They just have more skill and they're cheaper, but, I mean, we might as well stay in Cleveland at that point or even try to go to Philly if we want to stay east. So, I don't know. Uh, what do you think about that rumor of Cleveland or L.A. or bust, pretty much? Well, wow. If, if that is true, uh, like you said, if I'm LeBron and the way that he's sounded throughout the entire season, including uh, after the finals, he's tired, man. He needs somebody he can lean on. And if there isn't a star that's going to be out there with him in L.A., I guess he'll just do his best to try to attract somebody to come to Cleveland. That, that'll, that'll be yeah. it. Because, um, yeah. like you said before, it doesn't make sense other than the fact of him wanting just to be out in L.A. probably a year earlier before they're able to get Kawhi uh, uh, out there, you know, if that happens. But, um, yeah, it's, I, I, I really don't see any logic in him doing that from a basketball perspective, that is. Right. Going right. out to L.A. without there being another piece out there with him. Uh, this coming season, unless he's just going to be patient and wait and play as if he's being patient and wait and not going out there logging these 40-plus-minute games for 82 games. He go he goes out there, he paces himself this coming season and waits for help to come, and then they go ahead and, and do their thing and make one more run at it. But, um, yeah, that's, that's the only – that's the only – the only reason I see him moving out to L.A. without another piece going out there with him is because it's off the floor stuff. That's the only reason. And that's the if case, another then, piece has to come with him. Well, if that's the case, then we, we know that he's really not about winning. <laughs> he's not about, well, I shouldn't say about winning. He's all about building his brand, which is, yeah. he's, that's his right. He's entitled to do that. He's earned it. But mm-hmm. if he's if he's really chasing rings, Chasing goats, I, I would consider I, I would consider staying east and going with Philly. That's just me. Or Houston, I know Houston's a dark horse. I don't see that happening mainly because, as James Harden once said, has said they think they're better than Golden State. They think he yeah. thinks that 
If Chris and that's that's not a bad argument to make. If Chris Paul had been been healthy, and I still I think this that I think they beat the Warriors in seven. Mm-hmm. Healthy Chris Paul. It's just they just got worn down. They being the Rockets, they got worn down in game seven, game six and seven, especially game six. They got their doors blown off them in the second half. But mm-hmm. in game seven too, they wore down in the third quarter, and that's because they were playing shorthanded. That again, Mike D'Antoni. You're a better coach than that. Um, but they didn't have any firepower. But is he, though? But is he, though? Uh, maybe not. Maybe See, not. I mean, maybe that's not. what I'm saying. Tony hasn't proven to me yet <laughs> that he's that better of a coach. But it's a combination of uh, Tony's decision-making, the decision-making of the, the Rockets as a whole. Even though that was their style, they should have decided to make changes. In terms, and we talked about this already. With their, with their right. shooting, so with their shot selection, and then of course right. Golden State just being monsters in the third quarter anyway. So that that right. that was their downfall in Game Seven. But I, I agree with with um with James Harden that they are good enough to compete with Golden State. But God, why not? If you're if you're if you're not going to lose anything big, why not add another major piece if you can? Yeah, the the problem is they'll be losing Capella. If they bring in LeBron, or they bring in LeBron, they'll be losing Capella. They'll be losing um, uh, maybe probably Eric Gordon. Um, yeah. And maybe a couple of their, their role players that actually stepped up and did the damn thing. Um, you know, I can't. I'm blank on the other other two players' names right now, but Tucker. Yeah, Tucker. They'll definitely lose him. They'll probably lose Trevor Reza. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't blame James Harden for thinking that just because they're his boys. But he really does have a point. Yeah. I mean, they were, they are right there with Golden State. They don't mm-hmm. need to really change anything. They just maybe need to change, have, 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 or maybe just have a brain transplant and Mike D'Antoni, and I'll just play six or seven dudes against Golden State. But yeah, I mean, outside of that, I mean, Houston's still a damn good squad. Who can check? Mm-hmm. Who can? Who can? Who, who's not afraid of Golden State and plays like it? I think yeah. Boston would, would be another team that's that's not afraid of Golden State. But again, if I'm LeBron, I keep my ass East. Maybe stay at Cleveland one more year, or let the to ball in Philly. That's that's what I would do if I were him. So mm. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, he'll probably have what a couple more days before he makes this decision. Um, yeah, he makes a decision but, on Friday on on whether or not he's going to uh, opt out or not. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Two days from now, yes, two days mm-hmm. from now. So we'll see. Uh, and I don't think it'll be as much weeping and gnashing of teeth as he did, like he did when he went to Miami. So I think no. Cleveland be like, thanks, thanks for hooking us up. Um, we'll get y'all here on this, man. We'll close y'all on this. I mean, not much about the NBA draft or the rookie of the year from the award show, which I, I don't watch award shows, but the, the NBA award shows are pretty damn good. But Right, right, like right quick with the draft. I don't know if there are any bust potentials. I mean, mm-hmm. we all. I mean, the, the draft was pretty boring. I mean, I know there were some trades or whatnot, but I mean, you would never really, you don't really know these young guys. Uh, you know, Aiton went first, as pretty much everyone in Mama knew that Aiton would go first out of Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. Marvin Bagley the third went top three. I like that Donis chick. I mean, I mean that Donis kid rather not chick but kid I, I think he'll do well I just I, I think the Mavericks still think that they're trying to find the next Dirk Nowitzki yeah. and uh, and I, I don't think I mean he's a nice kid nice player from what I've seen on film I just I just don't see it right now um, but look I don't want to say any kid's going to be a bust I want, I want all these young men whether it's football, basketball, baseball whatever sport to achieve their dreams you know, to to make the dreams come true. I'm all for these kids. I just I just think that Trey Young was second too high. I, I really did. And yeah. I know that I know that Atlanta wants a guard, needs a guard, trying to move Schroeder, Schroeder rather, and Schroeder wants the hell out to be the hell out anyway. Mm-hmm. But I I just I I just I don't know. I mean, uh, 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 that kid. Um, he he he's very small. I know people think he's going to be the next Steph Curry, Steph Curry, but but Steph Curry, but I mean I'll say this: Steph Curry, when he was drafted, no one thought he'd end up like the way he is now. But I, I just hope that Trey Run gets in the weight room 
He just needs to play some damn defense. And um, he just needs he needs to improve his shot because he can shoot, but he, sits, he, he it's like a set shot. He doesn't shoot off the dribble. So he needs mm-hmm. to, to work on doing a better job getting his shot. O- otherwise, these point guards in the NBA, they're going to have his ass for lunch for a few years if that doesn't really bulk up and, and improve. So what are your thoughts on, on the draft? Actually, that is the exact same guy who I was thinking about. Um, not only did, did – uh, See, and I, I I hate stereotypes. Let me start 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 that my my statement off right. with, with that. I hate stereotypes. But it just seems to be that within the first round, a lot of people were where I expected them to go. Okay, all right. right. We, we knew that eight eight was going to go first. Okay, Atlanta taking a guard that's being um uh, uh compared to Mike Bibby, who played in Atlanta. Yeah, I can see that happening. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Dallas getting the international guy, they got that. And they also won by by uh, getting another first-round pick within that trade. Um, sure. Grayson Allen going to Utah, yeah, I can see that. You know, that figures. Get him another that white figures. boy out there. You know he had to go to Utah. You know he had to go to Utah. I mean, come on. I won't say it, but come on. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I said I hate being stereotypical, but yeah, that's what it looks like, right? Yeah. You know, uh, it is what it is. But um, the Wizards messing up their pick, eh, yeah, there you go. That happened too. So, um, but like you said, Trey Young was the guy that, that kind of stood up, stood out to me if you're talking about maybe reaching a little bit too high at that third spot, uh, I, you know, but that was a, a trade situation, uh, more more likely for the reason why he was taking third overall, but even still, uh, I, I, like, like I said before, like I said last week, Atlanta is nothing but our four, a bunch of tomato cans, you know, mm-hmm. just, just chilling. And, and now you throw Trey Young into that mix. How much better do they become with Trey Young? We'll have to see. Um, and what type of numbers will be put up in Atlanta? Because we don't know if he necessarily will be a bust or not. And then that's the other thing, too. How do we rate a guy as being a bust now in the NBA, especially with the draft? You have 11 of the first 14 guys being taken were freshmen. You know what I'm saying? So you have a lot Mm -hmm. of guys taking guys with the hopes of development. Now, if they break out early, so be it. But these are all guys, man, you know, the GMs are hoping would develop into something. You know, they may not they, – they, they're hoping they do fantastic. And we all know the chances of a, a rookie that, that's coming out of his freshman year out of college doing big things his first year is very yeah. slim. And, and, and out of these guys, you know, once again, I expect maybe one, two, maybe three to average over 15 points a game. That's it. But if they – Average less than fifteen, but more than ten, are they still a bust? That's a good point. You make a good point. We, again, you never know. No one knew, for example, that Donovan Mitchell would be leading all rookies in scoring with twenty-one points per game. And, and speaking of which, mm-hmm. speaking of which, we'll close the show on this, brother. I know you're going to say something too. I thought that Donovan Mitchell would get much more love for Rookie of the Year. It was a yeah. lopsided vote for Ben Simmons. I understand mm-hmm. it. I understand why, but I think that 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 um, that Mitchell had a bigger impact on his team because he think the Utah squad that had no damn business sniffing the playoffs after losing out um, on uh, the Golden Hayward sweepstakes with him to the Celtics in free agency, and mm-hmm. for them to make it through the second round of the playoffs, it's, it's nothing short of remarkable. But I know you yeah. have some thoughts on on, on Donovan Mitchell, but so so go ahead and uh, and do your thing. Yeah, you know, like I said last week, man, you know, it's, it's the whole uh, 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 Blake Griffin thing all over again. You know, I still feel as though just because you don't play, you still practice, you still go to meetings, you're still around the team. You're around the NBA atmosphere for an entire season. So you're still yeah. picking that stuff up through not just osmosis, you're still practicing with these guys. Just because you don't play on the floor doesn't mean that you're not out there participating 
with these guys. So you 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 know the rigors of an NBA season, unlike a kid that comes in fresh off of coming from wherever they're coming from, straight into the league and having to compete. But Ben Simmons is the sexy pick. You know what I'm saying? He's a stretch mm-hmm. three, stretch four, has nice He's a handles. point four. Exactly. He's a point handle. He's a point six guard. Ten, six ten. Fantastic handles on a sexy team. Light-skinned brother that's international. <laughs> he just got <laughs> all that stuff awful. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I had to throw that out there. I had to throw that out there. The return of light-skinned brother. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> So, I, you know, you, you got all that right there, man. He was the favorite. Yeah, he was the favorite. And, you know, uh, I, 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 it, it, it's to be expected. But, you know, if that's the way we're going to look at it, I guess that's the, what the rule's going to be, man. And it is what it is. We just have to keep that in mind from here on out. But I, I just say that you know need to take into consideration that whole thing of being around an NBA team for an entire season before you play has something to do with his preparedness uh, for getting ready for that, that season when he is ready. Well, you know what, man? You said light-skinned brother. I mean, light-skinned brother's making a huge comeback in the NBA. How about the all-beige brigade NBA team? I mean, you, oh. have, um, you, you have Steph Curry, Stephen Curry, Steph Curry Clay Thompson, Ben yeah. Simmons. Um, uh-huh. Oh, my God. I'm Glenn Branca. Okay, Jason Tatum. Okay, that guy, uh, hey, Lonzo Ball, Kyle yeah. Kuzma, coming off the um, yeah, 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 and uh, <laughs> Rudy Gobert. Uh, you got your center, your Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert, that's right, the French dude. Yeah, Rudy Gobert, and if you want to go old school, Tony Parker. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, Malcolm Brogdon. That's what we're gonna hear, Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm yeah. Brogdon. From from yeah. from uh, Milwaukee, I'm telling uh-huh. you, man. The NBA, the like the Braves Brigade is back, man. <laughs> Them light skin dudes, they coming out. They come out the woodwork, aren't they? Yeah, hey, <laughs> hey, I, I don't know what I can say about it right now, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, it's, like I said, he just he just had all of the intangibles, if you will, as being uh-huh. that guy to watch. And plus, what uh, 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 Mitchell was 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 drafted what fifteenth, sixteenth last year? Twentieth, uh, maybe. Right outside the right, right on the edge of, a, of, of being a lottery pick, he was thirteenth, I think. Exactly. So you know, the, coming into the season, there was no fanfare and there was no high expectation. But he comes right. in leading all rookies in points scored. So. You know, I, yep. I I just thought you know he, he got he got the shaft in that situation, but you know it is what it yeah. is, man. It is what it is, and, so, and one of my frat brothers told me right uh, right quick on Facebook that he played in Salt Lake City. Ben mm-hmm. Simmons played in Philadelphia, East Coast, yeah. major media market. They made the playoffs for the first time in several years. Went from mm-hmm. less than twenty wins, averaging less than twenty years, less than twenty wins, excuse me, to fifty-one wins. In the season, on the 16-game winning streak in the, in the regular season, and they were the story of the they were the story of of the year. And unfortunately, the Jazz got caught up playing second place. So yeah, uh, but in, in but the year of Philadelphia too, in sports, if you look at it, this was the year yeah. of Philadelphia, and you add oh, that God, into that yeah. mix with the Eagles' success and Villanova's success, you just go ahead, and it was it was very easy to do. Why not? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I, so, I respect again, him for dapping up uh, Mitchell before he yes. went up on stage, man, and, and, and yes. showing that respect. Yeah, he dapped him up. He dapped Jason Tatum up right before that on the way up, too. Yeah. Um, it's going to be the NBA is in good hands, and I love the fact that Ben Simmons is savage as hell <laughs> throughout the season. Uh, this and uh, <laughs> uh, we're actually going back and forth between him and Mitchell, but it's, the NBA is in great hands. And I can't really argue with the NBA Rookie of the Year. I just thought that Mitchell should have gotten more love. But anyway, hey, thanks a lot for, 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 like, for the show, man. Let's do it again next nope. week. No problem. And speaking of Savage real quick, uh, Dwayne Casey's uh, speech for uh, Coach of the Year, that was yeah. Savage. The fact that he didn't even acknowledge 
uh, Toronto's front office and that entire speech. Matter of fact, he, he kind of dissed them a little bit. He thinks everybody else but Toronto's front office and their ownership in, in that entire speech. Man, and he did it with class. So that was classy savage. That was Macho King, if you will, uh, uh, you uh, Dwayne Casey in order to do that. That's that's called passive aggressive savageness. So I got to give him props for that. Hey man, you take a light, man. See you next week. You do the same, man. All right, peace out. That's my guy Dwayne Ash. Please check him out on Sleazy Radio every week here on Blog Talk Radio, as well as his blog, uh, the Yard Slash HBCU Sports. Thank y'all for tuning into the Clown Hour. This is Scott Burks. I hope that you enjoyed our World Cup soccer talk. We're gonna get a lot more of that next week when the midst of the um, playoff stage will take place. So. Until next week, take care, 06, good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.